to the TCR Podcast, episode 146. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Alex Shock. Hey. I'm also joined by Liz Lysui. Hello. And Justin Chow. I got the last spot. Second podcast of the year. This is so exciting. Is it second of the year? Second of the yeah. year, yeah. Yesterday, last week was our first of the year. That would make this the second. Oh my god, Matt. Bom, bom, I totally bom, forgot bom, the way bom. that the years and days lined up. I actually forgot about last week. <laughs> I thought that was last year. Last week's podcast was pretty good. Where Apologies. When did you guys get here? <laughs> Apologies for anybody that listened to last week's podcast and heard or didn't hear me for a period of time. We found out that one of our uh, cables, I can't even remember what they're called, the XLR cables that hooks up our mics is a piece of crap. It has since been destroyed and <laughs> we will no longer have this problem never again uh but thank you everybody for joining us this week we've got a couple of topics to discuss the hilarity of the vr scene oh we didn't watch that video oh uh, we you didn't explain it to me. we didn't but i think explaining it would be a lot of fun i'll explain it we are also <laughs> going to discuss some of the games that we are most anticipating for this year coming up but before we get into any of that i would like to talk about the games that we're playing mm. i've changed up my game that i'm playing recently uh i was playing witcher 3 but now i'm playing a girly game. <laughs> Forgive the expression. Liz, what makes it girly? You look you unhappy about horse. this. <laughs> so you sexist insect. So yeah. uh, sexist insect. So this is the game Shantae Half Genie Hero. It is a it is a two wow, D pussy sounding game. It is a, it is a two D platformer. You fight where... enemies by dancing at them. It's true. So. The reason right. why I call it the reason why I call it a girl point. game is not because and let me clarify it's not because it's a game for girls it's a game where the main character is a girl and like ninety percent of the cast in the game are girls every boss character is a girl it's a girl game it's yeah but girl that's about, every game, game you play but with men every Wait, game so I play right now is mostly dudes. Yeah. yeah I don't call every single game I play a boy game because that just I'm, sounds dumb is wow. se- wait 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 is, <laughs> with a, with, I just Celeste... did this to get under your skin. <laughs> would That's Celeste be a girly game? Hundred percent. Okay. Actually, no. maybe. No. There's one yeah, guy character. That, no, there's all two guys. All guy characters. No. What are you talking about? The old lady, the, the old spirit, lady, the... and oh Celeste. god, can there's any of one... us remember her name? There's her one name girl. is not Celeste. Celeste is the mountain. No, her name is uh, Mar- Madeline. Mar- Madeline. Yeah. Yeah. Madeline and her alter ego, and Madeline? then you have you wow. have the one other no, guy who's a ghost. Anyway, this is a weird topic to talk about. Plus, it's a great game. <laughs> I know here, are we? and weirdly enough, so Let's it's funny. It it's funny though because like Shantae is such like a weird game to me because I remember seeing that on the GBA and I was like, no, I'm passing. Dude, but you told me something interesting about Shantae. It's ridiculously Shantae. good. I'm like, I'm like actually pretty obsessed with it. Like it's like Shantae, like the ballet move or whatever. So Whoa. Shantae is the name of the character. Whoa. She is a half is genie it, yeah. hero, as the, the like, suffix like, of the like, group would. Like she's like Sashay No, Sashay is what you're talking about. My sister yeah. is a ballerina. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you looked at me like I was crazy, and you knew what I was talking about the whole time. Well, I mean, I didn't know that, so. <sighs> a little confirmation would have been nice. But she's a genie. She's a hero in a half shell. Yes, turtle power. So <laughs> she, so, so <laughs> the game itself is really cool. It's more of like a Castlevania style. Have any of you guys played a Shantae game before? No, but I've seen it. So it's pretty cool. Like, I was most interested. Chibi Aladdin. Yeah, well, I was most interested in playing it because, like, there there is a bit of a legacy to it. I mean, she's a spirit in Smash Brothers, so clearly it's got to be something special. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so I was like, let's give it a try. It was on sale on the eShop, and I was like, you know what, let's, like, I'm down for a 2D platformer. Just well, so, something kind of casual to play for a while. What iteration is this in, in the series? So, the Shantae series is very weird, and it's kind of hard to discern which game is which. The game that I'm playing is the most recent title to be released. 
uh, and it is the only one using modernized graphics. All of the previous ones are in like a 16-bit kind of style, okay. um, but this one is very, uh, you know, it's very modern. It's and like it, all like hand-drawn assets. It was released. It was released on the, I think it was originally on the Wii U, weirdly enough, um, but now it's on PS4 and Switch and all okay. this other stuff. So I'm playing it on Switch. Um, and it's essentially like a Castlevania game. It's like a level-based platformer, but it very lightly blends in Metroidvania elements. Like, you go, there's like six worlds in the game, and in each world it's like a, a stage that you beat from beginning to end. Like, you, there is a starting point and an ending point. But then along the way you can, like, branch off into different paths that lead you to other, uh, like, treasures and power-ups and things of that sort. Uh and it's pretty cool. And, like, the main mechanic of the game, the, the thing that makes it interesting is that your character, Shantae, doesn't really, like, grow in ability. So, you know, in most Metroidvania games, you'll be the same character and you'll eventually get a double jump or you'll eventually get, like, a right. bigger sword or whatever. So Shantae herself doesn't do that. She can run around and jump and she can swim and uh, she whips enemies with her hair to defeat them. But the way that you interact with the world in a greater sense is you get these dances, right? So... When you start dancing, you start dancing by hitting the X button, and then in the middle of the dance, you can choose different forms for her that you transform into. So you have, like, a monkey dance where you transform into a monkey, and then you can jump super high, like, twice as high as you can normally jump, and you can climb walls. And then you can get another one where you turn into a crab, which makes you really short, and you can go underwater and fit through small spaces. And you essentially use all of these different transformations to help navigate the world and uncover secrets and all that sort of stuff. And it's just been a real joy to play. Not very hard. Pretty simple, actually. And I'm I'm at the final boss of the game right now, and I think I've only played it for, like, maybe four hours. But it's, like, it's great. Like, I'm, I'm like, fully satisfied. It's exactly the kind of game that I That's want awesome. to play. Exactly the kind of game yeah. I want to play. Didn't you tell me that there was a, it's, like, super rare like one of the one of them. So the first game in the series is a Game Boy Color game, just called Shantae, uh, and even a loose copy, an original, authentic loose copy of it is something like eight hundred dollars. It's like one of it is wow. the rarest Game Boy game, nearly a grand in for that GBA GB Game Boy Color game. Game Boy Color game. Damn. Yeah. Th- what's funny is that there, there's kind of a weird history with it. So the reason why that one specifically was. Uh, is so rare is because it came out right at the end of the Game Boy Color's life cycle. And then when they went to, I believe the way the story goes is when they went to ship it, uh, the main allotment that went out like crashed or fucking sank in like the boat that it went on. So only a very small amount actually arrived in like the States or whatever. So there, if there's only like a handful oh. of copies that actually exist, only like a hundred, so like a couple some divers are gonna find a treasure trove of it's Shantae like, yeah. games. <laughs> it's like everyone in Atlantis is just rocking out on Shantae right now. Is this now. what is this what the the ground dwellers? Yeah. Uh, Don't hold me to that. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how the story goes, but I know that that is like the one of the rarest, if not the rarest, yeah. Game Boy Color game. It's like the, a plot for some really cheesy movie. There's like lightning storm, and they all sink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The salt water would eat through yeah. that shit like immediately. I feel so like that's done. basically Jumanji. So, right, <laughs> basically, basically. So that's what I've been playing. It's been quite good. Uh, what have you guys been playing, Alex? Alex, Alex. Uh, did I talk about Moonlighter last week? I no, forget. you talked about that on the meeting. But talk about it now. Tell us about Moonlighter. So Moonlighter is a game. Interest me. What interest me? Oh, you don't know about this? No. So this Entertain is a game. Me. Loud. <laughs> we Make played or saw one of us on the team. I saw it, but someone on the team played it at PAX West. And it's an indie game that was on the floor, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's It's got the, the 8-bit graphics, but it's really well done, and the sound effects are really nice, and it's just a nice vibe. But what you do is 
you're a guy who runs a shop. You own the shop, you operate it, you can upgrade your shop, and you're like part of this this town so you own a shop. of monster hunters. And there's heroes and there's merchants, and you're a merchant. So by day you run your shop, but at night you like you wield a sword and you you put on your your crappy armor and you go into a dun- go into the dungeon um, as far as you can, like killing monsters and collecting parts and rare items and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when you come back to town, you use those you sell those items in the shop. And you set the, the price for them, and there's sort of like this in-game economy um, where you have to kind of leverage supply and demand. But you can also use that to upgrade your own stuff. Like you get better gear, cool. you invite new people to town, you upgrade your shop to like increase tips and get more traffic in your store. And there's people trying to steal from you and shit. And, That's uh, kind of awesome, actually. So yeah. it's kind of like two halves of the same game, but they're both progressing in a very nice way. Mm. And is, is the second half like the night segments where you're like going around and stuff? Is is that like a procedurally generated type deal, or are you exploring one big world? Yeah, it is procedurally generated. There's, um, I mean, it it is and it isn't. I mean, I guess it is. It's it's like every room you go in is just a square. Yeah, and then you go into the next one. It's a different room, and you explore and you have to dive deeper and deeper, and deeper into that dungeon. Okay, and so you get to the boss, and then that opens up the next dungeon, I see. which is harder, has rarer gear. A rarer, uh, but there is like a beginning and end to each, I guess, world like dungeon. There is, and um, it wasn't easy at first. You know, you kind of got to get your gear in front of you, and if you die, you get kicked all the way out. Um, so there's there's definitely a risk reward to how deep you can go. Mm-hmm. But I'm really enjoying just like getting these pieces, really improving myself, and then uh, what's the store mechanic like? Like, is it like so? Like, you know, what's interesting to me is that like most of the games are just you go out, you kill things you get drops you come into the the town and then you sell them to the merchants right? right here it's like you don't just sell it to the merchants you are the merchant so you're selling it to other adventurers is there like a cool dynamic there is there a mechanic that like put in? i mean it's really enjoyable to figure out what the pricing is like yeah it's really enjoyable to me like so you go in there uh it's first thing in the morning and you can go to sleep too so it's like your character wakes up mm-hmm. um you're at the front of the store and you have a table that can fit like four or eight or 16 items or mm-hmm. whatever you upgrade to um, and then you have to place each of these items. Um, so you can like put a stack of five uh, mushrooms on there, and then you have to set the price for those. And it lets you know what you've sold for before. Mm-hmm. Like if you set it for 10 gold, it'll give you the reaction of whoever interacted with that item. Oh. So it's like if I set something for 100, you can see that this person was really pissed off when they tried to buy this item when oh. you set it for 100. So you can kind of gauge how much you should be pricing it at. And then certain items get more popular, so then you can like boost the price because you don't want to flood the market. Right, right. That's pretty cool. So as throughout, so then you open the store. Surge like, pricing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you hold, you hold next. Right. I get it exactly. So you hold next on the front door. A whole I bunch of a whole bunch of random NPCs come in and start buying all this shit, and like you see their faces pop, like yeah. the faces pop up, and they come to the counter, and you have to sell it. Yo. And then you have to replace the items on the table. Like yeah. it's just a really nice fluid experience. I remember, it's like it's like pixel art. Right? It's, uh, right? Yeah, it's pixel art and then there's time going by, so um they'll come in at certain times and then at the end of the day your shop will close and then you get kind of your money and then you can sleep remember, or go out into the wilderness. Nice. That's that's awesome. I remember we uh, there's an app that we used to play um, that was literally like you make it's called like Quest Town or something where you yeah, like yeah. make your town, but you have to make your town good enough so that adventures come in so they boost your economy, and then you can start sending out missions for specific like dungeons or monsters to be like tracked down. So you're like essentially the adventures guild, and all these adventures would be attracted to your town because you have like high priced or high 
like yielding like rewarded you know quests and then they would come in and then you get more money because then they come in and get, give you like loot and stuff and then you just boost your economy and you boost your town it's a really interesting like take on the adventure fantasy you know kind of like genre yeah, yeah. I, I like kind of the story behind it like most merchants won't go out at night but like you know you're the guy that will go out there you like tie a big bag on your back you just strap <laughs> your helmet cool. on and i mean that Every, you guys know what moonlighting is. Yeah, yeah. So it's... It, it, oh, that makes sense. Now. Yeah. Wow. Like, it's... I didn't think that. You have this... <laughs> I didn't think of that at all. This kind of secret <laughs> other job oh, yeah. that complements what you're doing during the day. Now I get it. It's pretty awesome. Now I get it. I you just, you just... I feel like you just accept things at face value. <laughs> you know, that's no, really what it is. I, 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 this, I, I feel like this... We've had this moment it. multiple times <laughs> yeah. about, like, games or about anything that's, like, like punny or... Like, that's a cool name. It's moon and it's, yeah. like, light. because you're out at night. That makes sense. I actually thought it was a little cheesy that... The shop in your town is actually called Moonlighter. Mm. So uh, I actually liked it more when it was a little subtler. Yeah, Lighters with moons little, on them. Yeah. But it's called the your it's the Moonlighter shop and mm. whatever. It's a nice it's a little on the nose. It's a little on the nose. So it's a nice it's simple guy to sell you stuff. It's well, just Justin hard wouldn't enough. have gotten it. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> the mechanics are really nice. Is this still K's at Kmart? <laughs> I still haven't finished I'm towards the end of Red Dead. I probably still have like and when I say that, I mean I probably have like 15 more hours or something. Jesus yeah. But uh, I'm towards the end of that. But I'm sort of. Are you getting over it? Uh, I want to talk more about what's happening in my experience, but I want Chow to get farther I along. Um, I streamlined that pretty fast. Where I don't. Are... You probably did not get to where I am though. Where are you, Justin? Because I know that that's kind of been your primary yeah, game is that, that what you're, you're playing. playing right now. Well, actually, there's a myriad of games that I'm playing. I'm playing a lot of games, yes. Well, really? Um, so I did streamline a little bit. No, I got into, uh, like, a new area. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, for... We'll talk about it a little. I don't want to spoil it, because it's still so yeah. new, but... There's a... There's... Chapter 5. I got to Chapter 5, okay. and I'm, like, in there, but now there's this whole new area to, like, explore, and I'm, like, mm, I see where this is taking me, and it's, like, I could probably just get off or get out of this area right now, but, like, I kind of want to explore, because this is, like, a big area, so let's explore it, you know? And so... Now I think I'm gonna just have what I had before okay. this. Period. Okay. Now I think I know where you are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so there's that game. If we're talking about me now, I'm just gonna talk about. Yeah, me. go so for it. I'm done. Stardew Valley has co-op mode now, and that's been a lot of fun with me and my sister. Just two different, you know, two switches going at the same time. She's playing on the TV. I'm playing on my handheld, and we're just. Has she been home? Yeah. And it's great. And, you know, the fun part too is that you can play three players, and so we have her boyfriend with it one, and we're just building a town together. She has the big main house and then me and her boyfriend just have the slave your, hand your houses, guest on the, houses on the side <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's his name arthur his name's arthur yes i i thought so yeah <laughs> yeah why are you so excited about that because arthur from red dead oh arthur morgan yeah it was funny because he was i mean we he played arthur he played and he was like wow i'm like that character right now it's funny anyway <laughs> is it four player Sordu Valley. It might be. I don't really know. I saw that there was only two other houses. I, I think, no, you can go two. up to four players. But I want to play two. Yeah. How well, many three-player-only like, games have there been? No, no, no. Yeah. You can change. So in the like town, <laughs> when you create <laughs> the town. Uncharted 3. Rampage. World yeah. Tour. Yeah. Three-player. Yeah. So, like, what... What isn't like improved in your experience in playing a co-player? Is it just that people are around you to play with, no, or is well, it like she... actually a better game? Well, you build like so you can split up tasks now, so things happen a lot faster. Also, what's cool about Stardew Valley that I didn't know that she showed me is that there's a dungeon crawling aspect to that. Like, oh you yeah, can, you get weapons, and your weapons do different things, and they have special abilities. So there's an entire other part of the game that's not just farming. I, w- I wouldn't, know what I, mean? I wouldn't oversell it's... it. It's very lackluster. <laughs> but... I mean. It is yeah, very you're just going through levels, and you're just 
yeah and you're just going down ladders and shit but it's like fun to like go down with your friends and like do the things <laughs> we're going and, like, down the ladder together no, i mean yeah. what you yeah. get is you that find... kind of like the like like do you are, you know, you're not fighting anything right like are you just like digging like no, you're fighting the... stuff yeah they have monsters and stuff to fight it's like and you they're... fight like blobs and bats and little maggot things and but, but when, when you go far when you go far enough down though the Force scene changes and the monsters change and they yeah, get like it much gets more dark d- difficult torches and whatnot right. yeah. and it becomes like a weird thing but then also like the fun part is also like like Animal Crossing back on GameCube right and it was me my sister my dad we each had our houses and it was a lot of fun just to like see the progress that they made and then make additional progress, you know, and like compare. Now it's the same thing just with whole new bunch of other things that you can do. Yeah. So that's why I think her and I are getting along really well with that. Um, of course, there's also Smash. Of course, there's Red Dead. Oh, yeah, Smash, what? of course. I yeah. really enjoyed when we played uh, Terraria. And yeah. That whole kind of well, like, so we actually we're cool playing drive, it on the yeah. hardest mode where at night monsters come out. So now you can't just farm forever. Like oh, monsters yeah. will come out. And so in Stardew? Yeah, in Stardew yeah, Valley. Okay. So now we're like building defenses and shit so it's like a whole game now that's different and that's you can cool. play it in your own way that's pretty um, rad yeah right so and then there's red dead and of course there's smash i did start playing spirit mode that shit is fucking hard as fuck it's yeah, just so I've long been playing that too it's i, so I want to dive into that because i i want to change the main theme i finally got all the, yeah i finally got all the characters which mm-hmm. is what i wanted to do first yeah because we got them mainly on chow's console and i just i wanted to play by myself but yeah uh, so Thanks, I'm guys. gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, mm-hmm. right. So I'm gonna try to do a uh, spirit mode next. That'll, that should be yeah. fun. Or mode, different. It's definitely different. I like, tried it a bit, so I'm a little ways in, but I didn't like, yeah. go crazy. I know it's hard. Liz, I think you've made the most progress in World of Light. Yeah, probably. Out of all of us. Um, yeah, I got to the World of Darkness. Sure. Whoa, uh, spoilers. A guy. No, we talked about this the last. Yeah, time. yeah we did. Yeah, we very. Spoiled. A guy so today. No, 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 no. One of my coworkers came up to me. He's like, he he knows I play Smash. So I was like, he says, Alex. How the fuck do I beat M Bison? I oh like, man, I, who's? I was like, I, he's not. A, do you mean Captain Falcon? Like, is there, <laughs> are you? Yeah. Is this like mistaken identity? And yeah. he's like, no. Then he says the spirit mode, and then it kind of all clicked what he yeah, was talking about. Certain characters are yeah. wicked, it is, wicked hard. It is hard, and uh, you. There's a lot of things. Like Justin was playing when we walked in, and I was like, "What? You're not doing this? You're not doing that? There's so many other things you need to be doing right now." And all there's like, he's uh, relying like, on pure skill. He, you just can't. Wants, he just wants you to really build it up can. and make and, it as epic as possible. Yeah. But you know what? Because I, I understand because it kind of feels like – like I didn't want to use the snacks at first either to level up my spirits because you kind of feel like you're cheating. I'm like, no, I, yeah. I can level them up the right – you can't. You can't level them up. <laughs> I mean, I like, got this one spirit just... that was like negates all like landing lag or reduces landing lag. And I'm like, but then this is going to mess up my Seems game like, like when I'm but playing. Like, it no, is. Normally. Dude, like, when you level your character in general, like – it's like make all of your moves do poison damage now and make all of your aerials No, but I'm talking better. about when it changes the dynamic. Like, for instance, if I'm, I'm saying doing... like the actual level up, like those spheres that you're collecting, yeah. when you yeah. put them into your character, it base right. adds that to your character. No, 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 I know. I know. I know that. Like, it yeah. gives you ad- like added attributes. Yeah. But I'm talking about things that like now you run faster or jump higher or like when you landing lag, but which is interesting. The, that's exactly the, what I'm saying. Thing. Those are the things that it does. Once you progress in that sphere grid far enough, it's like nothing sphere has landing grid. lag anymore. Nothing yeah. has landing lag but anymore. You, I know Every just, one of your attacks does poison damage on top of it. You'll it's, get over it. It's like when we used to play, like, mess around in the training mode, and we'd play at, like, half speed or something. And then it's weird to jump back into the game, but you get over it. You're fine. You do You, you do get over it, get and over. <laughs> it kind of... At first, it feels like cheating, but then you get to a point of the game where it, 
you you kind of realize the game is meant to be played that yeah, way. Yeah, like yeah. it's really it's it's you I mean, need to use the spirits. You need to be leveling them up, and you need to be picking the strongest ones right. in order to keep progressing. Otherwise, you're just gonna be having a terrible time. Last you're gonna be night, losing I, at everything. You're gonna be like, if you like use you know whatever attack on yeah. whoever you're facing, it does like two percent damage, and they do want yeah. you just forty percent. Like that's not fun. That's not how it's meant to be played. I, like you're trying to use those spirits to level the playing field yeah, because yeah, it is against you. It is hard. Some of the shit is really hard. <laughs> You have to think of it more that I mean, way. Like, all this last is how night, it's meant to play. All last night I was trying to do the whole one that like reversed your controls midway through the game randomly. Ugh. And I remember and just getting so frustrated. I didn't on. even know that it was a thing. And then you got you came here and then you came here. Or, and then you were just like, yo, do you know you probably have a spirit that like negates that? I was like, eh, but like, yeah. like I probably don't. And then when yeah. I did find out that I you had it, know. like the next time we played, it was just like it was over. It was just, yeah. that's it. Yeah. But that's yeah, the whole and, point is you're trying to collect those spirits. Yeah. That, like, and it's lock and key. Like it's every just, time, yeah, yeah. And every time, every like almost every level that has some whatever hazard to it, yeah. has a spirit that negates that hazard. Uh, well, and yeah. you're supposed to be using those spirits on those levels. Yeah. It's like yeah. super necessary. Okay. There are yeah. certain ones like probably the hardest one that I was on was the nine volt and eighteen volt fight. Which was so stupid. Do you remember that one? Where uh, the, the I... sheriff assist trophy is shooting you while they're trying to kill Yes. It's fuck, horrible. Fuck it's that horrible. one. It is easily the hardest one. Period. No question. Easily the hardest one that I, I've done so far. And I've done what feels like thousands of fights <laughs> yeah. in that thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and that one, you even have the counter to it. And it's still it's impossible. It's really hard. I it's mean, I think that's what we impossible. talked about. Like, I did, like, the... What's her face? Rosalina? Rosalind? Rosalina, yeah. Rosalina? That one was impossible. Yeah. That one is like, you're fighting DK and Mario and Peach, and you only care about killing Peach, and she's constantly running from you. Mario starts with a hammer. He comes right <laughs> for so you. Annoying. And they are just, like, trying to annihilate you, and you have to try and... Oh, Paulina is the one. You're right. It is yeah. Paulina. And you're trying to get past them to get to Peach, and she just keeps jumping away from the map. It's like that stupid DK map where there's like a million little levels. It's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. And you only have – the worst part is that you only have like a minute to do it. Because if you had all the time in the world, you could eventually kill everybody, cut down Peach. And it's, it's so hard. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it and if you're not – I used all my strongest spirits, and it was still like impossible. Sounds like a sounds nightmare. frustrating. It, it is super frustrating. Yeah, so there, Some of them are. The point is that there is still challenge, even if you're using all those spirits as yeah. strong as they get. You still get to plenty of levels that are very challenging. Yeah, yeah there, there definitely becomes a point. Like, probably the, the hardest pill to swallow when I was, like, very actively attacking spirit mode is, like, you're going to get to a point where you're, like, banging your head against the wall. Where you're, like, I just want to beat this one. But you have to, like, know when you're, like... I need to remove myself from this and I need to fight something yeah. else because I'm just not I'm just not there yet. You don't like, have spirits that are strong enough because there are so many different paths to take yeah. that you can get somewhere that you're just not ready for yet. And I think the part uh... that burned me is like, well, this is available to me, so I should be able to do it. But it's like, no. Like that's just not how the game works. If it's you come like, back in like four hours, then Then it'll be a joke to yeah. you. I'm starting to realize I think what spirits is gonna be for me is like uh well, I'll play some Smash and then I'll just throw in spirits. That's literally what it is. Instead yeah. of doing classic mode or just playing normal yeah, Smash, like, it is the it's like a bite size. Like I can, I don't have to binge on that, you know. Yeah. And I don't yeah. feel like I need to either. Yeah, although but I do nice. want to be able to change. You do like just one or two, and then walk away from it. Right. There's yeah. a nice like feeling of completeness when you're doing yeah. it, though. Like cleaning up the map, and you're like, oh yeah, I finished this whole area. Right. There's just whatever. so many fights, and they're so like unique. And I definitely feel like I mean they went in the same direction as kind of like maybe the Mario Odyssey. Maybe most of the games they they do they think of like ways that it could just be bite sized because it's a portable system. You yeah. know, shrines, yeah. moons, yeah. spirit mode battles. Very yeah. true. Yeah, 
Yeah. Crazy things. Are, is there anything else that uh, you guys are playing? I know we kind of brushed over this, but did we? T- we didn't t- touch on what yeah, you're playing. Yeah, I'm this. not. I'm not really playing anything exciting. Playing Smash, I guess. Uh, playing Smash. Yeah. Somehow, Touches me and Jason back. like uh, started playing Overwatch again. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's. I don't. I don't know why I'm saying somehow. Like, it was me. It was my fault. <laughs> I'm so happened. far out on, on Overwatch. Although yeah. I did hear that there was a bit a of news in, in Overwatch years. now about uh, the certain Soldier Seventy Six sexual preferences. Of Soldier Seventy Six is gay. Really? Whoa! Yes. What? Yeah. So there was a short story that was released, and I was like, "Oh, great! I'll watch that." And I was like, "Wait a minute." No, so video, a, there's no video there were, link. There was no. This is a PDF, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'll read the comic." It was just words. I was like, "Fuck this! What am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird. not here for this." But yeah, it was a written short story, um, and in it, it's like a very subtle thing. Soldier just says like, uh, "I forget the name of like his his boyfriend or or whoever it was," but he says like, "I could have, I should have given Chris like a better life," and he says like a clearly male name. And everybody's like, is, is that what that means? Like, whatever. And, and Blizzard uh, was like, yes. Blizzard was like, exactly yes. Like, we uh, we didn't just allude to this for nothing. Like, it's 100%. Yes, he is gay. That was the purpose and of that. And then every dude who main Soldier 76 had this existential crisis. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> Am I gay yeah. too? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, we put, like, sometimes we'll put the... If, like, okay, you know why? Because it was, like, over break. So we had a lot of time. So we was like, what's the game we can play together? And we put, like... He put, gets like a small monitor. We put the two monitors in the same room and then we play together. Did you play oh, Lovers in Dangerous Space? You should actually play that game. That's a fun Did game. Not. You should play that. Me and I found that to be extraordinarily frustrating. Did you? We played it very briefly and we're just like, this is just not the game for us. Yeah, well, Allie and I are good when we're competing against one another. If we're trying to do something together, it's chaos. But really? That's exactly what yeah. you guys want to do is play together, right? Yeah, we usually like cooperative things. We're I'm doing a- really bad, though. We've lost like. 70 games all in a row and i dropped like 200 rank and i don't think we're a good match wow do you like overcooked yeah have you played that together yeah we played all of overcooked together oh my God. then you yeah. should play you'll like, lovers you'll, in dangerous space like time yeah. Over, overcooked i actually like wish colossally frustrating it was a is it do you can you can you play overcooked with ally me and ally platinum the first overcooked and we're okay. like maybe halfway through overcooked too but it's not it's not a pretty scene. I, I'm too much of a perfectionist, and she's just like, let's just play the game. I'm like, we're three-starring everything. <laughs> That's how we're playing this game. I watched the stream of That's you guys funny. playing Mario Tennis together and was like, yo, just lay off, Justin. Even in Dahlia, I had to and step the in is, and be like, Justin, hey, I don't want that. I'm just like I've yeah. noticed that this is a flaw in me, and that's just what it is. Do you, yeah, like which which one of you gets frustrated when me. you first? Definitely. You're the fr- yeah. Definitely. Jason's always the first one to get frustrated. Like when we play Overcooked, Jason's always the one to get frustrated. He's like, we just can't do it. Can't be done. And he'll like put down the controller and walk away, and I'll just like wait there for a minute, and then he'll come back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's funny, and like, then he'll come back and be like, "This is stupid." Like he always goes. That. He doesn't walk away, but he puts down the controller as if he's gonna walk away. Yeah. And I'm like, "You're not walking away." He's like, oh, "I know." <laughs> and he picks the control oh, back right. up. I have to be like, "It's all right. We're gonna do this. It's just a game. We're having fun." <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I can be pleasant, but it's in very small things. So like when me and Allie are going to play Overcooked, I'm like, "We're gonna do." three levels and if we can't and if we hit any sort of difficulty then we're just gonna play something else that's so that's just what it's gonna have to no. be and we're are we are able to do it like we've again we've three start everything in overcooked one so i'm not doubting our ability to do it again but like i don't know that's my 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 patience is very like I, i'm just i'm just not fun to play games with that's really what it comes down to like i think I've I, yeah myself. i can also not be fun to play games with you though because i don't i'm a very sore loser and there are just times that you know, like, you know, when you're in a relationship with someone, you kind of, like, you balance each other out. 
And so there are always times that, like, in any game that we're playing, yep. we kind of always know who needs to be the bigger person in any situation. And there's... In any game, I know, like, he needs to freak out about this game, and I need to not freak out, and I need to be the calm one, or vice versa. If I'm like, yeah. this is stupid, everything sucks, he needs to be like, doesn't suck, you're great. What are you talking about, babe? Like, everything's going fine. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. And we always, like, and you always just know. Like, you can just tell. Yeah. Like, I, I also, I don't know, this is completely random, but I took Jason skiing last year for the first time and taught him how to ski, and I've been skiing, like, my whole life, and I taught him how to ski from... Nothing. He'd never been skiing before, and that was potentially a disaster. And I knew, and that was another situation where I was just like, this is going to be one of those things where he's going to freak out, and I just have to, no matter what he says to me, just be like, it's going to be okay. It's like, your job today is infinite patience. Exactly. That's just what your job is. That's what you have to do. I saw so many potential of, so much potential of meltdown. Like, so many (laughs) different times. Within the first, like, five minutes, (laughs) he puts the skis on. He he can't figure out how to put the skis on without without moving. Right. So he's like, "They're still moving. This is impossible." And I could have said, "It's clearly not impossible because there's all these people on the mountain <laughs> and they all figured out." Oh man! But instead, oh. I was like, "It's all right. This is your first time. It's really hard to do it your first time. You're gonna hold on to me. It's gonna be okay." All right, fine. <laughs> it's so fun. Like that was I'm, the whole day. I like now that you're like putting it, like framing it this way. I'm noticing yeah. that Ali and I have had these things again. I I'm gonna relate it to games because like we play a lot of games. But like when we were playing Cuphead, like Ali was losing her shit. Yeah. She was like, "Fuck this game." <laughs> She's like, "Justin, I never ever want to play this game with you ever again." And I'm like, "It's gonna be fine. Like, let's just try this boss." One more time. And she's like, I don't want to try this boss again. I'm like, it's going to be great. And then we beat the boss. And she's like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, yeah. oh, see, it's okay. You there guys was, still that's need to play me. I would, be, I would be the person yeah. that gets frustrated. I do, want to, I do want to play Cuphead. I have it on my computer. We can hook it up to a TV. You can play it right Chat, chat. We quit. I'm just saying, it's right there. We crushed Lovers in Dangerous Space Time. I mean, we are the Yeah, do you two lovers. also have the same... <laughs> I wanted to make that joke for a while, but then I was like, you know what? I've been ragged on you. We uh, are the lovers in a day. I mean, <laughs> there really is no game. We just come out of that. And just... Anyway, going on. Yeah. Alex and I, whenever we play games, I mean. You guys are, like, fiercely competitive with one another. Like, it's yeah. funny. Like, I watch you guys play games competitively, and, like, a weird silence takes over the room because you're it both is. taking the game way too seriously. But it's, it's like either one of us or both of us or neither of us. But most of the time. I feel like it's me. I feel like I get really competitive. Do you, you get really competitive? Oh yeah, too. yeah. I don't uh, like to lose. You get yeah. very competitive, but you're a pretty good loser too. Well, we're you. We like, can, well, yeah. We I, just played eight games of Tetris and you lost all eight of them. And I was you were just like, say, that's fine. Let's play another. Let's play another. Ooh, got him. Yeah, but that's I, fine. No, honestly, like, I think Justin's fine. probably. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> I think I think Justin is honestly, you're and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a compliment right now. I think you're honestly the best type of person to play a game with because you don't get frustrated and you're always down to play again, even if you lose. It's that's like man, you're like let's play again. Let's play again. Life. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, let's talk about Chow for a second. Like he's not here. Um, I think what what you definitely do is you treat everything like a boss fight. Yes. And it's like any if you if you win, you're like let's do it again. But if if you lose, I can see you're frustrated, but you're like I can do this. I just like, gotta figure I, it out, yeah, man. I can beat this. Lock and key. That's yeah. what it is. So that's that's that now that you mentioned like, it, that is what he said in Tetris. After every single round, I could figure this out. I just gotta figure. Yeah, it's, we, gotta we gotta play again so I can see. Yeah. It's what not I'm doing wrong. It's no, not that he's not gr- frustrated. I'm a, yeah, I'm a terrible I, I think you're loser. motivated, you're though. Loser. That motivates. I think you're like, motivated. Alex, you beat me with Lucas. Play Lucas again. Let me see. Yeah. I got to yeah. keep always play. Let's, let's play again. Let's play again with the same teams. 
Because like, okay, but D- don't change your character. Yeah, yeah. there's a th- like, okay, so back in back in the like, I used to compete in tennis like pretty hard back in like middle school, high school, and like that was simply just like the the game, the coach, everything that I was taught was literally just figure it out. Like, there's an opponent on the other side, and he's thinking, you're thinking, you got to figure it out. That whoever figures it out first wins. Like that's what it comes down to. And then that leaked into Smash. And then when I started playing Melee with Alex, it was like. Doesn't matter what character you play. If you put in the right, if you put in the right inputs at the right time, you will come out on top. You got to figure out how to find out what the right inputs are. When I look at you in Tetris, Liz or Justin, I'm like, what are the right? And that's why sometimes and now I'm holding on to Tetrises because I know and I see you guys have Tetrises ready. When you do that, I'm gonna counter because I'm not ready. I'm on the defensive. That's a thing that's literally just germinated in the past like week or two. Tetris is so awesome. Like all of this strategy is you just were me on trying to Tetris before. I well, I was holding on to Tetrises to attack, but not for defense. Now it's uh. like you guys are about to drop like two Tetrises. I'm not going to survive that. I'm not going to drop my Tetris right now. I'm going to keep building until you do that, and then I'm going to hold, switch out, do that thing, and then negate it entirely. Because otherwise, I'm not going to win, and I'm not going to have a chance. So it's slowly gestating. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's that's the fun do, part yeah. of games. And you me. do improve. You you like. I know you think this is condescending, but you've improved drastically since the first time we played Tetris yeah. together. It's honestly cool when you see that happen to somebody. I it's that. like, <laughs> I mean, I, I've been like well, I remember consulting who... with people fucking in London and shit. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> Help dude, me I, out here. I distinctly remember yeah. before we started, and I, and I was like, dude, Poyo Poyo Tetris is coming out. And you're like, what the fuck are you playing Tetris yeah. for? I'm like, dude, it's <laughs> dude. Tetris. Like, it, yeah. you need the best version of Tetris. The competitiveness in Tetris came before I started enjoying Tetris, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like, because you guys were so good at it, I was like, <laughs> damn I'm it. Like, I'm, like, I'm still can... not in. Uh, I'm still not in. I, I feel like it'll happen eventually. Probably. It's fun. It's fun. It's um, a really fun game, though. So anyway, you just gotta practice. Let's I'll watch a lot of YouTube videos. Focus all your energy videos. towards it. Cry every time you lose. Honestly, <laughs> it didn't occur. Like I only picked that game up like mid last year, sometime or whatever. And my sister brings her friends over who think that they're really good at Tetris, and I'm like, okay, cool. And they're like, you play Poyo Poyo? Yo, let's play right now, Tetris, right? And I'm like, yeah, we play. And they're like doing the thing, and I'm just like, and they're like. They're like blown away, and I'm like, yeah, I feel really good. I'm a man. I really do. <laughs> but no, that's just an indicator of like how far I've come, and I'm like excited about that. Yep. That's why I'm like gonna keep trying to perfect. So you got to start playing Tetris. Tetris, I, like I have Tetris, Tetris Effect. Te- oh, Tetris Effect is great. I just have never played it. You should play it. It's what? Good. Guys, we got to move topics. Yeah, sorry. Do, sorry, do, sorry, do sorry, we sorry. even have time to cover everything? We do. Yeah. Ten minutes. Have some time. So. The, there's really only the two main topics, which is the games that we are anticipating for next year. But before that, let's talk about VR and how VR is growing. It's it's yeah. it's maturing into something greater, and now it has a controller that you use with your feet. Beautiful, <laughs> nice. it does some but nice, like nice okay, so I, I I took that I took, when you put when you sent that and yeah. when you guys talked about it for a second i thought of that as like a handicap accessibility for people who don't have hands yeah me too. no so, so <laughs> like at first it was like, like cuz also you know xbox was pretty uh f- yeah. like forward with like the accessible controls it, yeah. yeah and all that stuff so and it's it's for playstation vr right yeah yeah, yeah. so i thought like oh playstation's finally uh picking up in the game and they're actually gonna include some accessibility things i mean um, i guess you could use it for that could you well, you, you? I, I feel like you definitely could, but what what I think it's trying to accomplish is it's it's attempting to bridge that next gap of like complete immersion with VR. And what's interesting is like I, I'm happy that VR has been successful enough where now some of these more experimentative things 
that's not a word, but experimental. experimental. Some of these more experimental things. If you things. hadn't pointed out, I was going to let you get away with it. Just so you know. <laughs> uh, some of these more experimental things are actually like coming to the surface. Like one of the the new things is that Vive is well. Uh, we, so let's explain the foot controller. I was going to well, say. Well, I, I, was, I wanted to come back to that because that I think is a bigger topic. But I'm just saying VR is maturing in a way that like now we're getting a revised version of the Vive that's coming out with mm-hmm. eyeball tracking, and eyeball now we're tracking. experimenting with so these these new controllers. Now, the funny part about these foot controllers is that they've been around for a while, but none of these solutions have ever been elegant or really useful. I mean, I literally remember going to E3s and seeing people walking in giant hamster balls to, so they to were yeah. simulate oh, walking. Yes, yeah. you know I remember what I'm that. Like, so there have been that. a lot of different like solutions here balls. to get – because right now in VR – it's like you teleport or you kind of look where you're going yeah. or like a variety of other means. Yeah, but, the blinking systems. Right, but now – and they had that omnidirectional track where, thing. Yeah, it's like a big thing that you like yeah. tra- trap your waist in and then right. walk with sliding yeah. shoes on. Which like, sure, that seems cool. But, but again, totally inelegant solution. Yeah. Not practical for so anybody. This you know? is the most practical solution I've seen. And what it is, it's like – It looks ridiculous. Like <laughs> It's not that bad. I mean it's a disc you put on the floor. And it's a disc on top of a little stand, okay? So it's just sitting stand there. is like a spherical bottom. It's like a yeah. disc on a on a half circle, half sphere, half basket. Like those like plate. training skateboard like tools, yeah. but right, but circular. So there's a circle on right. It's like a okay, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting on top I'm of it. I'm with you. Anyway, so it's got two places for your feet, and there's sort of little ridges so your foot can kind of like lock in a little bit. Yeah, so you can feel where you're at. Yeah, so it's pretty much just. Lean forward to go forward to the side to the side. So it's like walk forward, mm-hmm. walk to the left, walk to the right. But, what, yeah, but what's that. cool is that it also twists, so you can pivot and change direction, like where you're looking. And the idea is to use it like in a seated position. So like right now, if yeah. I was sitting in the seat, I could just tip my feet forward and I'd walk forward or like twist to the uh, left. That makes to more turn sense. Left I'm like, as right. standing, I don't. Well, here's the weird thing. Do you want to pull so, up the video just to like? Yeah, I can try that. But uh, let me explain. So like, what I was about to say was. Um, the people who – what was that VR game that was cooperative? The first cooperative VR game made by uh, – oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. The data uh, one? Cell yeah. damage nerd. Or, uh, data data's something. You're yeah. on there. Oh, you're on there. Uh, raw data. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So those guys actually – they made a really cool like racing, like like sprinting game where you use your hands like as if you had ski poles and you do this. Like you make this uh, ski pulling yeah. motion yeah. and you have to do it in sequence like you're to running. go faster. I, right? I, I, I have seen that But I remember doing that and the first thing I did was fall. Because like all I was doing was like I see that my body is moving in this direction, so I lean forward too far. Or if I'm trying to climb, I lean back too far, and I'm just completely like off centered because I have nothing to to visually gauge how far I am from where I'm going. You know, if this thing came out and it's anything like what That's I was it. feeling, you would be leaning forward and then moving forward, so your right. inertia right. right. So it's like almost counteract what I was experiencing with that not raw data game, but made by the same people. I forgot what they're their company name was anyway started with, a, with an s anyway so this thing the 3d rudder or yeah yeah I'm oh, wow, to yeah. Like an actual trailer so this is actually it. an officially licensed product by sony yeah um, i see that um it doesn't work with every game right now it just works with a handful and you probably haven't even heard of them yeah, yeah. um but it to me it's like the closest thing we're gonna get oh this is okay so we're this is the actual like trailer. We're, we're for watching it. the trailer right now. It's only put like motion a controller for PlayStation yeah. VR. You're sitting down. You put your oh, okay. It looks like yeah. a little Simon yeah. Says puck. Yeah. That you put your feet on. Full freedom of movement. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah so you're like I mean, right. So but does that make does that make it less? 
like jarring when you start moving like that. So, I I think yes. I think it's still weird because like this is not a weird. natural thing you're doing with your feet. You but know what I the mean? The way he's doing it on this, but, it looks kind of natural know, to me. Isn't like isn't all of natural? I think, like I think, until yeah. you I learn how to use functional and natural are two different things. Until but I think you, this but, is functional. Dual joysticks. Exactly. Until you learn how to use like dual joysticks, like. That's unnatural too. You give that to any person that's never used a controller before, or is only used to like, you know, and at sure. SNES they're like, I can't figure out the two joysticks. I can't figure it out. And sure. so it's a learned skill. Same thing with this. And I then eventually would, I mean, we'll figure it out enough that we'll keep going. Like, what, I think eventually we'll figure it out enough that it will feel natural. One question that I have is: Do you think that this could improve like the motion sickness problem at all? I I'm, personally no. don't think so. I'm still I, th- I think it frankly that, might make sure. it worse. I don't know. I wouldn't make it worse, but well, it's just the whole thing about motion sickness is your body needs to feel like you're moving somewhere. And if you're going to be, if you're active in your chair, that's going to be helpful. And a lot of the motion sickness Eh. comes from the game itself and how the game developers let you interact with the world. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I suffer from motion sickness like every time I play a VR game for sure. Yeah. And I. Even like Tetris Effect? Even if it's stationary? Um. Well, I, I mean, I have to be careful. Like, I can't move my head around too much. Like, I, it, that will make me sick, for sure. But we um, can't... VR just has a problem with motion sickness right yeah. now. So, Which let's just... Which maybe this Vive eye tracking. Honestly, thing. You know, let's just leave sickness? that out of the equation. Sure. Like, that's going to be a problem no matter what VR accessory you talk about. Sure. This is a great first step to me in getting the player a little bit more invested and not having to teleport... It solves the mobility problem. Yeah. Well, I have yeah. played certain mm, games that have well, mobility have, to them. I mean, done. like, I've walked around with an analog stick, and it yeah. does that sort of, like, cone where, like, you when you're stationary, like, you get access to the full screen, and then once you start moving it, it closes all your peripherals out. The, and, the like, problem is, if you're going to do any kind of, like, shooter or action game where you're, you can see your hands, you're using the wands, yeah, like, yeah. you can't be grabbing something and moving with joysticks at the same time like, yeah it's thumbs. two like opposite movements like you you want to do two different things yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good point. so that's what i mean like this is adding a new dimension to what you can do yeah, with the, yeah. Weird, the weird part to me is that like and, and this is i think the biggest problem with uh with vr like like motion anything is that you can move your head sure and in most contexts moving your head is fine but in something like a shooter or or something like that it's moving your shoulders that's that's the weird part and there's really no good way of doing that this mm, controller well, tries to solve that so with like, this turning thing right but like I, I still think the disconnect so, might be strange it's, like, it's definitely headed in the right direction yeah. I'll give it that for sure and it's nice to know that Sony is putting more money into the VR which just means that the VR is still something worth investing into which is nice because you don't want the VR to dissipate from it had their a good initial year. launch yeah, yeah. I, I think this year was very, very so but I will say that the other thing is like raw data right when that came out and I remember playing like cooperatively their first stage was like you just stand in this 15 by 15 area which you can move around in and you're moving around normally, right? And that also means, like, you're taking cover behind, like, things, and then you're shooting behind that stuff. But the moment that, that you need to, like, move that 15 by 15 foot range, like, like square that you could walk from this stationary spot to the next, that's when things get really messy, Dicey. right? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, like, stationary games make sense. Games that you're sitting down for, like an airplane simulation or a race car game, that also could make sense because your body feels like your station but it's like the difficulty is like when you want to do like an adventure game or a first person shooter that requires some movement then it gets weird yeah like i 
I like the movement that he made in this actually. And you can even picture it, say you're not wearing the VR headset and mm -hmm. you're just sitting here with a controller and the foot thing and you're looking forward and there's someone to your right. So you twist your feet to the right and it's and you like, turn your entire that seemed like yeah, a that's, pretty that's natural your, your movement. Yeah. 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 So even with just the controller and the foot thing, that feels pretty good to me. Yeah. So it's just adding everything. The and if you're, sitting, in. if you're sitting down, like honestly, maybe it does do a little, uh, maybe it does do a good job with, uh, decreasing the like the nausea because of the fact that you're moving it with your feet. So really, it feels like you're just on rails. Your upper body is just on rails, and you're just moving things around while your feet is just moving the the rail thing around. Yeah, it depends how it, it moves will, your upper body. I think it will honestly Maybe. make yeah. things I want to try worse. It, just the movement, the like because the yeah because you you're going to be moving more as opposed to like how it is now because they're trying to get around that it's like a lot of snapping and that decreases a lot of the motion sickness it's the actual moving that will make it worse. in april I, when it comes out i think that'll make me more we sick. should buy one and have one of you guys be like the psvr get like just bring your psvr yeah. and let's try it i mean i can we test it. i can play for like that, usually like an hour be before yeah. i yeah. before it's yeah. too much you know can I, can I throw a vr game idea at you yeah I mean, this sure. might exist already but i'm not sure so so you know how vr tends to shine in scenarios where you're in a stationary position mm -hmm. so something like that eve valkyrie game where you're in a cockpit right it makes sense that you can't really your locomotion's not there you're controlling a fucking airplane mm -hmm. and you're seated like something like that makes sense so my thought was what if you had uh like an adventure style game but the main character was in a wheelchair and you controlled it almost like a Katamari game where, like, it's both analog sticks and you push both of them forward to roll forward. Honestly, as I was, like, forward, as I was looking like... at this foot controller, all I could think is it reminds me of the controls for Katamari Damacy. Yeah. So, like, the way that you move forward and backwards it reminds me like, so much I, of Katamari. That was in a wheelchair, you know? You like, would actually still be sick from that. I think... The, well, whole, the whole point... Be. The whole reason you get sick is because you're when you're looking in a direction and then you for move the... Juice. Hold on. And then you move the joysticks. Yeah. Then it the game moves your vision for you. Yeah. So that's what gets you so fucked up. Well, that, that's why I'm thinking um, you ground, always, though, the grounding like, of it makes sense. Like, if you're you're like, I'm in a wheelchair. That's where I'm at. Like, I can't turn my shoulders unless I turn the, the thing that I'm sitting in. So, like, whoop, so then, it's A not, lot of it, like, so I've done... It's because the inertia I, because that you're get, missing. Because you're moving and you don't yeah. have inertia, and that's what gets you that, That's what it is. That's so like, like why a you lot get car it, sick when you're looking at your Game Boy exactly. for Exactly. It's because in, when you're moving and you think that you're not supposed to be moving as opposed to vice versa. So yeah. it's all simulation sickness, which yeah. is like yeah. what and then your body you know, pilots get when they... And then wants you to throw up. Yeah, so like, pilots get when they do simulations. Right yeah. And so I... Oh, yeah, so I've done a good yeah. amount of research on it. I got really sick in EVE. I mean, it's the same thing. It just takes... It just depends on the movement that you're making. I got sick in Ribs, too. I think a lot of people had problems with that game. I got sick playing Call of Duty. That's why I never played Call of Duty. Yeah, games. I can't play Portal. I can't play a lot of computer games because it's too the movement's too quick. So what's interesting is you can remedy a lot of that with field of view uh, sliders. Yeah, yeah, I have. I mean, like yeah, like I said, I've yeah. a lot of research on it, and I've like fuck with that shit a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, but and it it I it was almost like I had to like practice like even like Overwatch made me sick when I first started playing I and I had to work focus on like a very very small screen and yeah. then like eventually I could work my way out so you, into a bigger one you know what's yeah. interesting though the other topic that we were just we can branch into that because this is sort of applicable sure um mm -hmm. Vive just had I think it was yesterday uh had a news conference that they where they revealed the next version of the HTC well, has it's, their own it's CES I believe I think they were talking oh, about okay. CES. So yeah, we got to go to CES. I yeah, think. man. Where Oculus and uh, other VR headsets are sort of moving towards the more casual things like Oculus Go. Yep. Uh, Vive is really kind of pushing the envelope and going like going ham in the other direction. Yeah. So this thing can do. You mentioned it before, but 
it can track where your eyes are looking. So like in VR, you have to sort of aim your head when you're looking at options. Yeah. But you could just look at something and it'll select it. Those goggles are going to have eyeballs looking back at you. Pretty much. Whoa. So what's, what's interesting though, (laughs) player one, like, Seriously. Oh, what's interesting though is that it now they can take advantage of that because now they don't have to render the entire screen in a certain resolution. Yeah, they can emphasize where the player's looking. Yeah, how are they doing? How are they doing those computations like so goddamn fast that it doesn't feel weird and there's well, that, no lag? That's what that's every insane. open world game does. Wow. Like, but it only a, but renders. Like to think like the the difference between you moving your thumb to move an analog stick to change your perspective is significantly longer than it is to just flick your eyes. Yeah. Flick your eyes to somebody else and have it focus perfectly on that thing. True. But it's just one, you're just looking at one rectangle instead of the entire world. I'm also just saying that it's like fascinating that if if they're at a point where they can make that work, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine chat VR or whatever's VR chat, whatever it was called. Yeah. yeah. And then Mm -hmm. suddenly now you can see what the other character is looking at. So like all the characters, you see their eyes moving around. That's what I immediately thought. Of like looking somebody else yeah. and like seeing them look up and like and seeing their, uh, their yeah, eyes seeing their avatar eyeballs look up. My eyes are up here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so it's like Whoa. I was I was wondering if this had uh, applications to motion sickness too, because they know where you're looking. It can account for that and move yeah. in a way that doesn't like it's totally jarring. So yeah. now they're gonna make yeah. the VR fan that you, it's a giant wind fan that you set up in front of you. So when you start moving, it blows at you. So it feels That'd be like awesome. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's cool that. I don't think VR didn't explode. It didn't like take the world by fire, but it's yeah. also not going away. Like there I, I, is still yeah, an industry. I think, there. Yeah. I think something like uh, uh, PSVR in particular has like made enough money to justify its own existence. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Like something like Connect. Like Connect obviously wasn't selling games, so they're like, okay, this body motion thing is bullshit. Nobody wants it. It's not going to go anywhere. But VR is at least like there's enough interest in it where it's like, okay, well maybe it's worth investing. Maybe there will be another revision because enough people have bought it and have been enjoying the games that they're playing on yep. it and are buying experiences to try with it that it's like, okay, this is actually like a viable product. Maybe not a viable platform. Maybe you can't make a console that's just VR. Mm. Uh, but having it be like this additional thing like PlayStation did, I think is pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so on that note, because I'm sure moving into 2019, we'll have more exciting things. Do we have time for that? Yeah, I, I, like think we been... I think we do. I think we do. All right. I think we do. What's so up? moving in, I'm, I'm going to consult or, or make it concise. So moving into 2019, there's obviously some more PSVR stuff to look forward to, but I'm sure we all have some games that we're looking forward to in 2019. So briefly, I'm hoping that... Do you want to go through some of them? I'm. Or this do you want to this is the way that I want to position this. I want each of us to pick two games that are of relative significance that in some mm-hmm. that are the, the two first games that come to mind that you're interested in playing this year coming up. I w- I'd be happy to, to kick Do we have a off. release date for Ghost of Tsushima? Fall. Do we have a release date for uh, Sekiro? Sekiro? Yeah. That's like mid-year. This year. Dibs. <laughs> okay. Well, Damn well it. So, so for me, I'll, I'll kick us off so I can get us in the right direction. Okay. Probably the first game I'm looking forward to okay. is um, 
is Resident Evil 2, which is weird. It's very niche, very specific market, and it only comes right. out in a couple of weeks. But to me, that like that game symbolizes something a little bit greater. What made them want to redo that game? Because Resident Evil 2 is like the highest rated Resident Evil game of sure, all time. Sure, but I mean, like, it's an extremely beloved it's franchise. Like, why redo Final Fantasy 7? Yeah, I, well, that's because it's the best game ever made. Well, there's yeah, a lot of there's there a lot go. of weird things there. Like, also because possibly Square Enix is kind of in the shitter right now, and they needed a trump card that they've been holding on to for so long, and they yep. they're oh, about to clear like, some Tetris. So, Seven so, years so, ago. so, fun, <laughs> so fundamentally, yeah. so fundamentally, Square is taking a, pr- a property that they know that people really love, and they're remaking it. Right. I think that's exactly what Capcom is doing here. Yeah. They, like, mm-hmm. like fans requested a remake of Resident Evil Two for the longest time after yeah. the first game was remade. So they're like, "Well, let's do two. Everybody loves two the best. It's like got the best characters, the best storyline. Like, let's do two, right?" So, to me, I'm excited to see what that game is for two reasons. One, Resident Evil 2 is, like, one of my favorite games of all time, and to engage with those characters again is very exciting. But two, and probably more importantly, is that this is the game that came after Resident Evil 7. Resident Evil 7 essentially rebooted the entire Resident Evil franchise as a whole, and it's interesting because they saw a lot of success with that game, but now that they're remaking 2, and they're remaking it from the ground up, they chose to return back to an over-the-shoulder camera angle, which Mm -hmm. is weird, which is not something that I thought that they would do, but they felt like that was the best decision for this game, so I'm really curious to see, and I played it briefly. We played it at E3, or yeah. West or whatever. Look great. And it was Looked great. Really good. I, I really enjoyed the time that I spent with it. So I'm interested to see how they how they basically manufacture that game in such a way that it's going to make a better impression. Right. So that's Resident Evil 2. Second game I'm most looking forward to. And this I had a different answer for this, but this only just came to mind now after we were talking about playing with our significant others and all of this sort of stuff. And I remembered that another game is coming out this year. And that is Animal Crossing on Switch. Oh, I forgot t- about that. And I'll tell you what. Re- that game, I'm super looking forward to now. Because that, like, because Allie's been looking, like, she loves Animal Crossing. That's yeah. kind of, like, the one series that she goes in on. Like, like she'll play other games. Like, she'll pl- like she's playing Life is Strange right now. But, like, it's Animal Crossing that she dives headfirst on. And I am a, a big animal crossing fan i really like have a history with that franchise not like extensively i didn't play wild world or whatever was on Wii city folk whatever the fuck but like i really like the gamecube animal crossing is one of my favorite games like ever and uh, new leaf was surprisingly good on uh 3ds oh new leaf was to have something on switch that's hopefully going to be learning a lot of lessons from the games that have succeeded in the past and to have something to play with ally now and just to kind of have that sort of like relaxing type of experience i'm i'm really looking forward to that Mm. so those are my two games that i'm greatly looking forward to Mm -hmm. liz just referenced the list of all the games that are coming out next year so i'm hoping that you were able to pull two games out Mm. that you're looking forward to kingdom hearts yeah kingdom hearts why Um, kingdom hearts give me like a one paragraph of why that game is important to you um i mean it's it's important to me no, it's all, all about right. Riku. No, <laughs> it's important to me because, like, personally, besides the fact that, like, you know, it's a good game, it like just it hit me at the right time in life that it kind of almost sparked like my whole interest in in video games. Yep. Essentially, okay. like yeah. it, it turned me from like I had an N sixty four as a kid into like I play video games. Yes, now. like you know mm-hmm. all of my you know friends that 
at some point, like we all kind of had an N64, had a friend that had it and experienced those games and said like, oh, I've played Mario Party or this and that. And, you know, you have a certain group of friends that are like, oh, you play video games? Is Mario Party still a thing? And you're like, kind of, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you have your other friends that like then got a PlayStation 2. Then got a, an Xbox 360. Then yeah. got a PlayStation 4. You know, and I was that in that group. And I think the turning point was like also kind of Final Fantasy 10, but Kingdom Hearts. Like, you know, I was such a huge Disney fan, and it hit me like mm-hmm. just at the right time. I was very impressionable, and I don't even know. I don't even know if it's gonna be a good game. I'm, gonna well, just, I'm just gonna put it out there. I mean, very objectively, I think it's gonna be great, dude. I I remember like watching E3 2006. Thinking that they were going to announce that game, and yeah. it is 2000. And I've been waiting for it for you know, fifteen plus years ish, something like that. Since yeah. the last one came out, like I remember when they first announced it, I was like, I've been waiting like fifteen years for this game, and that was like fifteen years ago, three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, I said I must. Yeah, so it's been like forever. So Kingdom Hearts is a big deal. Yeah, so it's a big, it's a big deal to me personally. I don't, I don't even, I don't even really care. I don't really care what anybody else thinks. About <laughs> I'm it. with you. I'm really excited. And about I, it. I f- fully am gonna own that. That okay. like, I loved that game. I thought I knew, I know everything. I knew everything about like the game, exactly how it played. Um, the gameplay is like fun and quick and easy. And even though the story is like absolutely crazy, if you expose yourself to it a little bit at a time, you know it, it can resonate with you. I, I mean, swear. I, I like to poke fun about how much you love that game, but I I love Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Um, I played some of the other ones. Uh, I mean, I played the original two, right? And you know the, the some of the crazy other ones, but I I really like those first two games. Yeah. yeah. And the the blending of like, you know, you get your team, you're upgrading your character, you're traveling between worlds, you're getting like. You're, you're experiencing all these different things and the the leveling up system and the different swords you get like, and the that yeah game, that the game key power scale Dude, the yeah. gummy was ships. like so spot on <laughs> the gummy ships a lot of people hated that i loved it oh, oh my god i was just about to say the gummy ship is by far the worst part i, of that I don't game. know why yeah. i loved i loved building it and putting all the right parts oh on my it. god yeah. i was that person that never leveled up my gummy ship the entire time i played and i just like held down the x button walked away I, I crushed the gummy it. ship stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, what is the second game you're looking forward to? Um, I'm. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really like. Not Last games. of Us Two. Not uh, Crackdown. Oh, Last of Us Crackdown Two. Crackdown Three. <laughs> no, Crackdown Three. Off yeah, the list. Crime over. Last of Us Two. Yeah, you're right. Last of Us Two was not on the list. I just Last of Us Two is going to be definitely in the runner for like game of the year. I bet. Anthem. Yeah. That that last yeah, trailer like kind of blew my mind. Like blew my mind to the point where I'm like. There's no way that a game is like animated this well and like reacts in the way that it does. Like it didn't right. seem and realistic. Right, and the whole time right. they, they have com- they have competition now for that like title of best cinematic and best storytelling yeah, game. Yeah, you know? yeah. It felt it felt kind of like um, the way like the, it gave me the feeling a bit like uh, God of War does. That way you can't really tell like where the cutscene yeah, starts right. and like where yeah. the action begins. Which I I'm so almost a little bit of the car and shoot the guy in the ankle and then the guy right. Fell and so then like I'm almost face. a little like, bit like this, worried about it because I'm like this is like this is definitely like a very good slice of this game. Like yeah. this is definitely like this best part. Is this am I really gonna see this throughout the whole game? Is it like can you only really do this in this one section? So I'm a little bit like it was very very cool. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't, I don't think. Th- I think you're it's looking that. forward to see if it lives up to that. They yes. put, a, they put yes. on a heads up display. A big... They put on like a like a hood when she was like walking around killing all these people. Yeah, I don't believe that was gameplay. That right? was gameplay. That was not no. gameplay. So no, how no. much of? So it was like the Final Fantasy 13 trailer again. Where it's like, Whoa! I don't know. Yeah, all totally. Fake. I think it's great. The, f- the first Last of Us is is incredible and. 
Yeah. I think like it, it was incredible, and I, I, I didn't catch it till it came. So I got it the, the remastered PS4? version. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still have that. I want to play it again. Yeah, and it's so good. And I didn't think I was going <laughs> to. And that was one of those games that you play, and I kind of. And it, but so by the time I got it, it was a little bit older. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I have other things I should be playing. But like I, I just really want to know what happens next, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like you right. just like it keeps pulling you in. Yeah. I remember playing it with my uh, like I remember playing it when I was in New York City, living with my two roommates, and they were not really into games. But man, when I started playing that game, they would sit down and just shut up, captivated, and just watch, yeah, just yeah, watch it. Yeah. And it, you know, and it's yeah. like it had it had everything going against it. Like I didn't care about zombies. I was not like this was not going to be interesting to me at all. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I didn't even think I would like this like style of gameplay and. And you know, it turns out it's fucking amazing. So pretty cool. So Good hopefully choices. the second one is also amazing. But I'm honestly kind of worried about it. Like I, yeah, I'm worried we'll, it we'll will s- not live up to the hype. Yeah, it's got com- uh, competitors now, so I feel like you can't really rest on the plurals. It's going to hopefully do something groundbreaking. We'll see. Yeah. I know, but it's just it's so hard when you like you build up so much, it Naughty becomes dog. almost There's such a, a meme that like, yeah. Well, yeah. how can you ever possibly hashtag? Crack but Red Dead did, you know, that turned out well. So that gives me hope. Justin, do you think you're confident to to tell us two games that you're greatly looking forward to? Well, I mean, to? now that you mentioned Animal Crossing, I actually really do. I am really excited because of the fact that, and I was going to mention it to you about this later, but basically because, like, if when Animal Crossing comes out, that is going to be a game that I can finally, like, play with Allie. Sure. Tetris was, well, I'm not a competitor against her. I'm not a competitor against you. I'm not a, like... I need to get better to get on that level, but like with Animal Crossing, I'm gonna be coming over your place with my Switch all the time and be like, Ellie, open your gates, let me take your open this is sound weird. <laughs> take, <laughs> let me take some of your fruits. Oh, oh my god. That was, that was gonna be That's my wife we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, anyway, man. so there's that. And then also I am oh my I'm gosh, still final debating. choice, final choice. I'm what? still debating whether or not I want Ghost of Tsushima over Sekiro or the other way around. Pick one Sekiro of them. only because of Dark Souls and from software. Ghost of Tsushima. I watched that trailer and if it you're is breaking like the that, rules, you're supposed to pick. I know. Two. I, you're I picking can't. Three. Honestly, I don't know. I think it's hard to. One's a to, new experience. The other one's going to be a you know new experience, but like somewhat already played. You know, you like mean, it's, it's kind of grappling. Which one's which? Yeah. yeah, right. I know, actually, that's a good question because like, what is what is the Ghost of Tsushima well, even that's like? That's why play I think like? it's hard to, it's to put any sort of faith in that because I mean, like, yeah, it's coming from a, a major studio, but it's like we really don't know what that game is we don't. yet. You know what I mean? And these are from the they, people like, that made Sly scene, kind Cooper. Of. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what didn't they do? Who did Infamous? They also did Infamous. Okay, okay. Sly Cooper, Infamous. And now, yeah, it seems Ghost like a very, Tsushima. it's like kind of one of those hard rights that you're like, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Yeah, well, it's right. kind of cool. I mean, like, you got to give the the developer credit because, like, this is an opportunity where they're like, we're going to show our chops here. You know yeah. what I mean? We could have made Infamous 3, but we're going to make this fucking samurai game. There is Infamous Yeah, it's you know? so intentional when they were like, like, when the samurai, like, well, there's a burning village over there, but I'm going to go this way. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. wow, you have choices. Wow, cool. I, mean, I, like, I love the Infamous games. And yeah. I, I'm, I know I, you really I'm, like them. Yeah, I'm sad that that series kind of took a... Really? Like, see, kind of stuff. Infamous is weird. And I like uh, one and two. Th- this this I mean. will like, be a I, brief aside. Would you ever play those games again? Yeah, I've played them I would, multiple times. I would never, uh, I no ever interest. play Infamous 1 again. I might mess around with Infamous 2. I'd probably mess around with Second Son earlier just because it looks a lot nicer. But like, I've you would replay them. Well, they're no, 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 I would, I would, I would never all of them. play one again. I would the never second, play like, one again. The, f- the second one, yeah. I think the second one's a, a very good game. 
Um, probably the best in the series. Yeah, I'd and imagine- it, it 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 still plays pretty well. Like I don't. I I mean I played it again like recently like within the past year or so oh, and I I, I have to have imagine it's pretty hard to go back and play open world games from like oh, yeah. ten years ago because it's changed so much since ultra then. Ultra dated, yeah. so dated at this point. I don't know. It kind of feels like playing like an Assassin's Creed game. Like you still play that. I would not play. Assassin's I would not play an old Assassin's yeah, Creed game. No, but yeah. it, it, it kind Assassin's of feels Creed. like playing like I oh, just like any like Assassin's Creed. A, yeah, like oh, a yeah. current Assassin's Creed game. Like That's those right. are very the formula has changed that. Yeah, yeah, it's very formulaic open world. Okay, you can come in You can change your clothes now in Assassin's Creed. You can do that in the first one, Alex. All right, here. What are your two? So I'll wrap it up on a less optimistic note because okay. last year i was more excited for more games than i have been in a long time sure like i was i was surprisingly pumped for god of war and then you had smash not. you had yeah. red dead yeah um i feel like i'm forgetting one monster hunter oh yeah monster hunter, hunter. Yeah. right a lot of these games that i really cared about and i had a history with came out last year mm. i do not feel that way about any game this year mm. I'm just gonna like I can I can I can appreciate. That. There are a lot of good games coming out. All the ones that you've mentioned, Kingdom Hearts would be the closest because I I had so many good experiences with that in my childhood. So that's pro- maybe you I'll choose why? that as my one. You know why? It's because 2017 the Switch came out. Everybody was like, well, "What's happening on the Switch?" 2018 came around, and then it was the oh, answer. This is what you're doing. It was the, the answer. Well, it was sure. I mean, the Switch already that kind of came and went, and then you had. Which all you had like PlayStation and Xbox, they had to respond. Like, and then you have things like God of War. Well, pretty much just PlayStation. I don't think they didn't come out as a response. That, no. but at the same time, like they didn't have anything. And truly... Xbox has kind of been DOA for like all right, over not a Xbox. It's pretty much point. Sony. But still, but still, like I feel like back in 2017, the focus was obviously Nintendo. Like, what besides maybe some good games that came out on PlayStation? Oh, I mean. You're right, but they've been talking about God of War and Spider-Man for years. So you're saying that in 2019 there are good games coming out, but none that you're particularly hyped for. So I'm going to – I'll choose – well, Kingdom Hearts is my closest, and that's a repeat, so whatever. So boom, see you guys, Kingdom Hearts matters. So I'll choose an off-color one that no one's mentioned yet. Okay. Um, Because I love Dark Souls. Great, fine. Love Ghost of Tsushima. Everything you guys mentioned, awesome. But I'll go with um, Devil May Cry 5. Cool. Okay. Um, I I forgot about that game. I played that game. That game. I'm excited. I had a lot of history with that. Playing with my friend Lewis every day um, during the summer, just really getting into it. And that game has that certain like vibe to it that you don't get from a lot of games these days. Have you played the demo? No. Um, It's quite good. It's quite good. I really like the attitude in it, though. Yeah, it's it's like grungy and like aggressive, but it's also happy. Like everybody's having fun right now. Yeah, it's 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 having fun killing. Well, it's it's like it's like relishing in the the. Like overconfidence, it's it's almost like the immaturity of yeah. like we're so rock and grungy, but isn't yeah. this kind of fun? Like no. it's making fun Dante's of listening, yeah, to like it's very, it's very self-aware. For yeah, sure. yeah. But that's why the but... the DMC one kind of crushed me because he. Yeah, I know it's supposed to be a good game, but he was just so much more like emo that yeah, when they read that, him, that was yeah. the game taking itself more seriously, which and is that, not what we needed. That yeah. irked me. Yeah. So, but again, it's not blowing my mind like these games last year. Yeah. Um, but. I, I'm very interested in seeing how that's going to turn out. Don't yeah. want to cry fun. That's going to be a great game. It's funny, well, though. I, mean, I, I don't know about that. I'm, I, I'm hoping it's going to be a great game, but I don't know. They've I mean, all been good. Jason, well, uh, Jason's a huge a huge fan of the Devil May Cry series, and he played. we played the demo, I think, at Comic-Con or uh, last year. And 
He's not, and he, then he replayed it again when they were like, hey, there's a demo out. He was like, it was the same demo, I played it again. <laughs> but he was not super impressed by it, I'm going to say. He, as, as like a, yeah, as like a diehard fan, he was like, maybe it'll be okay. Like, I'm not sure. To me, a lot of it is just, it's all the crazy moves that you get as you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's the progression, all the crazy, like, you, demons you fight and shit. I don't know. Have you played Bayonetta? No, I played Bayonetta 1. Oh, okay. I didn't play Bayonetta 2, You should though. play Bayonetta 2. And then who's really the... good. I have it on yeah. Switch if you want to borrow it. I might. You should. I know they're very similar. Just I always have I have a soft spot for Dante. Mm-hmm. Too significantly better. I'm telling. You. Oh my god, that game is so good. Who's the main character in the, in the like in the last Nero. Nero, Nero, right? Yeah. yeah, and he was fine, but whatever. I prefer yeah. Dante. Jason. He. I mean, the he's like I, I mean I watched him play too, and like we we talked about it, and he was like, you know, the arms are doing some interesting things. Like I'm not really super confident how it's gonna pan out that he has all those like robot arms, and you can yeah. like the ways you can pick Change them up and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it seems like it's gonna be. Not that much Dante. Um, That's okay. I still just like the style. I mean, I love Dante. I don't know. There's something about those games. But also, like, isn't Dante supposed to be the quippy one? And now all of a sudden, like, Nero's the quippy one. Well, they're all just quippy because it's fun. They're aging. (laughs) They're they're all quippy. I think think what we'll find, and I'll make this assumption now. I think as we continue to progress into 2019, the games that are on their way out are going to become more exciting. Or we're going to hear about games that we're going to be more excited about. Like, honestly... We don't know anything that Nintendo is doing other than Animal Crossing, yeah. and I feel like if they if they were to even announce a new Zelda game, I'd be like, "Whoa, no, too soon." I think I think it's totally possible. Yeah, I mean, we I have think it's totally possible. We have all yeah. these announcements for like you know March, April, maybe, but yeah. then it's like dot 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 after that. You I know, know we sort of know. So, yeah, summer is pretty vacant yeah. at the moment, but they'll. But you're right. We'll is. get more pumped when things come out. I mean, that, there's there's still going to be a January Nintendo Direct that we know nothing true. about yet. So who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe who I'm. I, I I feel like I sometimes get overly pessimistic about games because if you get too hyped for them, then I won't be disappointed that way. You know, yeah. just kind of a, keep yeah. listening to this podcast to see yeah. how hyped yeah. Alex is going to be throughout the year. On the <laughs> next episode of GZR yeah. Podcast, I'm just Kingdom Hearts. All the hype. I play. Yeah, no, I'll play. I'll play Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Well, guys, this was a fun topic. I'm glad that we got to at least remind ourselves of some of the exciting things that are on their way out. But for now, we'll have to bring this podcast to a close. And until next week, I've been Justin. Thank you, Alex. I've been Alex. Thank you, Justin. (laughs) Thank you, Liz, for joining us on this week's podcast. And thank you, listeners. And we will see you on the next one. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.